This is episode 33 of Give Me a Chance, and it is your host speaking, Vittoria. Hi everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Give Me a Chance. Now that the days are turning darker and colder, what's better than snuggling up and listening to a new inspiring story this week? Well, this week we will listen to Wade's story and we will learn how he got a chance to change his life after the 2008 recession hit him hard and that changed the course of his life completely. Well, then all is settled to listen to Wade's story. Hi Wade, welcome to Give Me a Chance. How are you doing? I'm good, how are you? Very good, thank you. How is everything going with you and your book? Everything is awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Um, today I've been um, excited. I've been thinking about it. I'm excited about it. Um, I cannot wait to actually I vanished from the surface. Like I was out for a few months, um, been working on it because I had to rewrite it. Um, the book several times, but as of last week, as I mentioned, it's pretty much done. So yeah. um, now it's going to be coming out soon. Is it your first book coming out? This one is, I wasn't even planning on it, but with the situation and I did find the time and I, you know, it, it just seems right at this time because we're going to sort of recession times. And it's something about that because this is something that affected my life as coming from, um, I was, you know, uh, born and raised in Pakistan and then the culture differences coming in and seeing something like that just impacted me so heavily that that convinced me to come forward this time to write something which will help people because when I was going through these events I, I literally could not find someone who can assist me like the way I wanted like I couldn't get a grip of my my things that were happening around so so the whole thing is basically is about that as well as we go through it so which is why I say I was like it's going to be I think it's just somehow it's coming out at the right time I don't know how but <laughs> but it is <laughs> Yeah, we talked before about this, Wahid, and uh, there have been a lot of moments in your life in which you had the possibility and the opportunity to change your life. And you um, also showed your strength in many events. But I think the episodes we're, uh, we're going to focus in today are really relevant for what you're going to describe in your book later on. You were born in Pakistan and you lived there for many years and then you moved to the US. How mm -hmm. was your life like when you moved over? Uh, in the beginning, uh, the thing is, it was a cultural shock, but not in that sense. I had traveled to U.S. before and I liked it. So I, I more came to look for myself. It was it's, I've been on journey for years and years. I wouldn't even say it started here. It started very young when I was early on, went through some trauma in my life. And since then, I've been looking for um, things that happened. Uh, as I moved forward, it just kept on. The curiosity was there to see more, to experience more. And the feelings came. So... Uh, when, when I came here, things were very different in the beginning. As for any immigrants, I think I was looking around like it, you, you come to a very advanced country from every angle. So land of opportunities, there's a reason for that, right? True. And then um, uh, I, was, I was not happy. I, I studied engineering uh, back home, but by, by the mid of my career, I wasn't 100% comfortable with it. Hmm. Um, I went to one of my mentors who mentioned that. I asked him, I was like, what should I do with my studies? I don't know where I'm going with it. So he's like... Um, He's like, aren't you studying engineering? I'm like, I am. So he's like, well, why don't you get to the top of your career and then help people? Technically, whatever I do with myself, at the end of the day, the result should be solving a problem and helping people. Hmm. So by the time I was in the final year, I, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do with this. Let me go out, come to US. So I started looking all around, you know, for, for different kind of options and 
Um, somehow I knew someone who knew someone. So I ended up in the car business okay, and automobile business. So that's how it started. Back then, automobile business was highline industry was going up and um, people called it luck. I don't know how I got there. But, uh, I remember our finance manager had to go for some time. And I mentioned that in my book, I'm like, he had to go all of a sudden somewhere and they had no one to do anything. So I was the educated one. I used internet. So I'm like, let me have that opportunity. So the guy couldn't afford a real finance manager. He's like, okay, you got one month. If you can show me what you can do, you got it, right? And did so you? That that's this is this is how the whole thing started. So I practiced so much within that month. I barely slept. I just sat down on this. It was just a system. Like for me, it was easy because I'd done something like that. So I kept on practicing it. And then it, it was crazy because um I got really good at it. But but I didn't feel comfortable. I was like, there's something about it that I don't really like. So I wanted to try financing um, for, for the sales side of it. I'm like, let me go out and, you know, something, yeah. try that. And that just came so natural to me that I just, that's, it's just, I will spend 16 hours a day at work because I just love talking to people, meeting people. Oh. And I never sold anything in my life, but they bought cars left and right. So it was, it just, my career just took off. But in between somewhere there, yeah, I got lost. And tell me more about it, because indeed, uh, the, the right. golden period in which you were going through, which right. years were they? So this was five years. I went straight and like basically my career took off up and up and up. And then all of a sudden you see the 2008-2009 recession, like yeah. it just that started happening. So now I'm running here on my yeah. career at the peak and I'm thinking about taking the next move and here the rug from underneath is just it just starts slipping and I'm like what is going oh, on and then out of the blue everything started collapsing as you just said um how was that in a way for you uh, the the most determining event that changed your life see I went to depression after that I went through a lot yeah. of traumatic event I had We used to party and then what I started doing it, I didn't realize I was going in depression because I started losing money. We were losing business. Oh, um, I saw businesses around me closing down. There weren't any jobs available. When we will apply for the job, people would not hire us because they would be like, you know what, um, you are overqualified. And then, then you know, th those jobs will not keep you because they're like, the moment you're going to find a better job, you're going to leave. And we couldn't lie anything about our personality that, you know, this is what the experience we had. So it was it was very tough um, for all of us. We lost like pretty much whatever we made in this six, seven years. What happens is what I realized, we humans have something. We destroy ourselves faster than anyone else can. So me not realizing that this is just a small event of my adore in my life, I started hating myself. I started drinking more. I started not doing like I just got disheartened the entire cycle started of depression which yeah. which basically it, it was it was tragic so and when I looked around people were going through the same thing yeah it sounds as if you were really internalized and put it on yourself the fact that external mm -hmm. events were collapsing the right. society as you knew but um what happened at the lowest point of well I almost I almost I, I thought that I was going to die I mean, I, I don't know what to tell you. Like I looked one day I was sitting in the, uh, I pretty much left the country. I was, I, I got in um, trouble okay. with the law for, for some traffic tickets and stuff. I got scared because I'd never been in that position before. So I'm like, you know what? No one likes me. I'm just going to take my stuff and I'm going to leave the country. I was in a bad relationship. I was abused there as well, really bad. So 
After, you went back yeah. to Pakistan then? Yeah, I went back to Pakistan. I was like, I'm never coming back. I kind of like took everything. I left my stuff here. I'm like, you know what? You guys can have it. So so pretty much that's where I was so down that I was like, <laughs> I didn't want to come back here. I'm like, whatever. You know, I'll... And and indeed, if that is the lowest point you have ever reached, I mean, everything uh, you knew was gone. How did you find the strength and what did you do to react to the situation? Well, it took me a long time. For the two years, I didn't even know where to start from because two the years. thing is, for two years, I did not even like, it's not that I didn't know, like I, I tried it, but the things were so slow. So it was so down that I just... I would say that I was almost like I gave up pretty much. I was like, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm just going to start over a new life. So that was it. But but staying there for some time, I could not see myself in the mirror. So that was the biggest thing that I I, I just couldn't look at myself. I'm like, I can't believe that I just, I, I, I gave up. I, I can't, how am I going to see ever myself? Like, what am I going to, you know, how am I going to face myself? Because you can lie to everyone else, but not to yourself. I was scared. I was terrified. I was like, I have to go through the whole process. Right now I can hide behind the law that, listen, they were unfair to me. Economy was bad. But when I, if I go back and I can't fix things, then I'm going to be labeled. It is a situation where we start thinking about people too much. We start hating ourselves too much, you know? So like I said, I was in a someone else race, which I never thought. So, so what I came up with the model, which is the book is about is, is called disconnect, reevaluate and reconnect. That's the model that's going to give you. So basically what we do, we disconnect ourselves completely out of the situation. Like, let's suppose we were never there. I was yeah. never in this country. I was, we, we take it and then it's, it's about the bird's eye view of life. That's the title of the book. I'm just releasing it here. So it's, it's, it, you have to see everything from the above. So you can see that this thing is just a dot in your life. So it took me a long time to figure that out. Like, how can I fix it, you know? Yeah. When, when I came up, because I have good imagination, somehow this thing idea clicked. And, you know, one of my mentor, I remember his, he, that was one of the most important words that ever, uh, that, that helped me go through this because we were sitting down and he had encouraged me before too. So I, I told him these situation, I'm like, this is what happened. So he looks at me, he's like, you know what? He's like, in a man's life, three to four years is nothing. As long as he finds the right direction. And because we cannot disconnect from the situation, we consistently running, 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 running. If we only stop and give ourselves that, that moment, that time to think about it, to actually see the whole thing from above, yeah. we may be able to take a better decision. We can come out of it, right? So that, that's the whole point of disconnecting. And then you're evaluating the situation anyhow, but then you reevaluate the same thing from a third point of view. So that's exactly what I did. I disconnected. I talked to myself. I'm like, I'm going to go back. I'm going to face it. And the fact that you decided to um, get in control of the situation, that's basically what you did. You, you took the reins again of the situation, uh, didn't accept to just react, which was the path that in the end you decided after reconnecting to your, own, uh, to your environment. I, I took the responsibility. Uh-huh. I was like, irrelevant of whose fault is, if it's my fault or not, irrelevant of that. I am the one who's going to fix it. At some point, like I kept on using the same thing. I was like, no, no, I cannot do that. I was like, it's going to take me long, but I'm going to fix it. No matter. And I'm going to fall so many times. I'm going to have humiliation. I'm going to. Now, this is a very tough situation because saying is one thing and doing is another. But you have to still consider that in your mind. And like I said, I come from a good family. I had good education. We had things like that. So for me, 
like it, it was just something i was like i don't know how i'm gonna face, face my family like forget about my friends like my family they're gonna laugh at me for us of the life they're like dude like what is wrong with you you know when i when i got back here i, I had to take care of my charges and like you know that's the first thing i do so like i was in, in jail for some time for those charges mm-hmm. and that was very humiliating you know the concept of this is like i had to stick to my plan like when i got out i knew that this is my plan i need to get back to the top and i'm going to decide when i leave I was like, no one is going to put me in a situation where they fought. I'm like, I'm going to get back to the top. I'm going to do it no matter what it takes. And then I'm going to decide what I want to do with my life. I'm like, I'm not going to let people dictate it. I'm not going to let, I'm not going to throw my excuses. I'm not going to hide behind liquor. I'm not going to hide behind my child thing. That is, that is the bottom line to any of these things. Once we take the responsibility of something that we are the one who's going to fix it then things starts getting fixed. Indeed, the fact that you took responsibility was probably your chance to change your life and uh, put it back on track. And where did it lead into? I basically, I got out and I wanted to show it one more time. And one of my, my old colleagues, I worked with him before, we all lost the business together. So he had an opportunity at the right time. Again, I got lucky. I don't know how I come out and he had an opportunity, right? So I picked up the thing and this time it took me about seven years and we literally turned into a small business. I was a co-founder. I, I tur- We turned it into one of the top ranking dealerships in the country. Uh, I became one of the top salesperson in the country as well for the Highline, over several hundred reviews to my name. Um, then I did branding for the company that people weren't doing at the time. So I established that over six to seven years. And then in the, when the pandemic hit, like the company benefited a lot because everyone could, could you know, find you. So there was a lot more. It was a second phase, but a lot of things have changed. This time I didn't chase money. What do you chase? This time it was basically... By this time, I figured out there's something about me that I can help people and solve problems. So this time I solved problem. I, I, I took a lot of lectures from mentors and, yeah. and, and one of this about businesses as well. And at the bottom of that was empathy, kindness, value, compassion, give. And do not like just be transparent about your transaction. That's the core of the business. If you can, if you can do that, it's a long-term success. So it just it took us five to seven years but the profit turned exponential everything went well you know people spend seven years ten years in their career and then all of a sudden they get fired or they get laid off they don't know what to do with it they have all this experience friends no one wants to hire you you have to start over again humiliation is there you can't take a lower job there's so many different aspects to this so i want to talk to them i want to tell them i was like listen it's okay if you're going to live 100 years, 5, 10 years, doesn't matter. 20 years doesn't matter. 30 years doesn't matter. Start over again and again and again and again. Have 50 careers. Who cares, man? It's your life. Live it. Live every single minute of it. Even the last five minutes, do something with it. Yeah, so the whole message in the thing is, so I decided to go into this message and, and you know, talk about more that let's not give up. Things are going to happen. This is not the first time and it's not going to be the last time. It's going to happen again and again and again. And I, and I know that, you know, it, 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 for everyone is different, but pain somehow, while, it, while we go through pain, it also allows us, like it gives us this, this feeling that you do, it gives us this vision that we don't have. So anytime we lose something in this process, we also gain something. So our shift should be towards what are we gaining 
for losing this than versus crying about what we lost and then not making anything out of it and then you know ending up giving up on ourselves and not doing anything about it it's like it's not worth it so with this i wanted to thank you so much thank Mithra you so much for having me but i really really hope you know and and, and have these uh, fellows like boys i will say that again never give up just keep going keep going never 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 give up this was white story White left Pakistan to live the American dream, and although he had become really successful in his job, the 2008 recession hit him hard. That meant that he lost his job, he fell into a pattern of self-destruction, and even decided to leave the country to not to face the situation. But it was only when White decided to take responsibility for his action that he managed to overcome his situation and stood up straight. Wahid is now an entrepreneur and is publishing his first book in a few weeks. This was the end of this episode. Have you ever had the chance to change your life or do you know anybody who has? Please get in touch with us and leave a comment here below. And if you have enjoyed this episode, do not forget to like and subscribe to this channel and see you next time. Give me a chance on your screen and in your ears.